Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Jack Pounce's Shit Acting. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Jack, it's important. I need someone I can trust. You are my number one guy. Batman! Batman! Can somebody tell me what kind of world we live in when a man dressed up as a bat gets all of my press? This town needs an enema. As though we were made for each other. Beauty and the beast. Of course, if anyone else calls you beast, I'll rip their lungs out. (laughs) Cue the theme song. The pen is truly mightier than the sword. My friend, your luck is about to change. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Batman. All right, I'm Batman. How you doing? 1989, Tim Burton got into the superhero scene and gave us the first of what would become an empire at Disney, uh, the first kind of big name, current-ish superhero movie in Batman, 1989's Batman. Uh, This movie came out while the writer's strike was like right in the middle of it, and so um, had some different people writing this movie, like Sam Hamm, the man who can, and Warren Scarin, scaring everybody. Uh, they got into it. There's some other people credited on getting in on this script. Uh, the lead is not the lead a- actor is not Batman because it's Jack Nicholson plays the Joker and Michael Keaton, Kim Basinger, Robert Wool, Billy D. Williams, Jack Palance, uh, some other names you would no doubt recognize. Uh, people of varying levels of talent for sure. <laughs> Uh, and this movie made for just around $50 million, uh, brought in around 400 mil all overall and runs in just over two hours. Um, so two things I wanted to get this discussion rocking with, I'll go over a synopsis shortly, but, uh, it's about Batman, I guess. And let's talk about that. Uh, two interesting things to get going with this movie. Number one would be, um, they don't waste any time showing us Batman in this movie. So that's the first thing I wanted to discuss is like, what do you think of that? Should they have held back a little bit on it? Um, let's just start. Let, let's start with that. That'd be a good place to start. And then oh, I guess the history of the movie for me. Sorry, I just remembered I was going to skip over and gloss over that. Um, the history of this movie. I'd like to hear from both you guys. What's your history with it? So Tell me the, now. This is <laughs> <laughs> so this is where it all started and began, really, because uh, when I was a kid, I, I was I was was not young enough for the do you guys remember the tv batman with the pow and the oh yeah yeah not live i mean the re- the reruns that's what i stuff, mean yeah, yeah yeah so but i was i was never really into that but no right so this was the first batman movie and uh it's it's hard to think that it took till 1989 for them to make a movie about the comic book of batman so that's pretty crazy because superman had been in the late 70s 
early 80s. Yeah. And uh, but so that didn't this start was, a revolution, right? Like Superman was its own thing, it and there was make a, a ton of money sequels. either. They weren't. This was like I think this was the big, huge superhero movie I box think, office. Yeah, yeah. Like I seem to recall, they tried to do the Flash, but I can't think of any other superhero movies other than Superman in like the eighties. Yeah, the super ones, uh, Superman ones did okay, but they did nothing like this. Like they broke like the hundred million dollar mark and stuff, but yeah. But this was like a crazy. Um, yes, and so Conan how many Batman? Stuff, right? How many? Hmm? What was that? Well, I was saying Conan. I guess would be another one, right? I guess, yeah. Yeah, but that's not really. I guess it is a comic book. I forgot that it well, was. That's a comic its foundation. Book. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I think th- how many Batman movies are there? Let's count. So there's this too one. too many, and then there is there yeah. four of oh, this. God. Of, of so four of this. Yeah, there's this one. There's the Penguin one. Then and then there's, there's yeah, Returns Forever, Batman and Robin. So those are yeah. Burton's, right? Yeah. Um, and, and then, then you have Schumacher. Maybe not Batman and Robin. I think I think Burton Joel was only Schumacher the first two. Did. Joel Schumacher did the shitty one with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Robin. Uh, yeah. No, you're right. Correct. John, that yep. is uh, that is Batman and, and Robin. And then yeah. somebody did the one with George Clooney. I know. No, who did the one with? Uh, who did the third one, Brent? The third one? The third Batman. Is that uh, the nipple suit with, with Clooney? So that's a uh, mask. No, Jesus. That's forever, right? Yeah, I think that's Burton, man. It's with Jim No, Keir- that's Showmacher Keir- too, with the Riddler and fucking Tommy Lee. Yeah, oh so he, so there's four Batmans just in this. They, they didn't even do a trilogy. They did a quadrilogy <laughs> for this. Yeah. Just these Batmans. Then we have, what is after this? Batman Begins? Yeah. And then there's a trilogy of that. Uh, Batman yep. Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, Batman yep. versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the if you want to count Lego Batman movie. And then there's the new not, Batman movie. Which the is new the Batman. Batman. Yeah. 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 So how many Apparently was that? coming we out with a Batgirl movie in 23. Uh, Did we that is, lose track? Hold on. I Nine, got isn't it? One. It's a lot. counting yeah it's nine so i'm done so i'm done with batman now i i tried watching the most recent one on tv on not on tv but on crave and uh i could not get through it um but i'm just i think i'm just done with this character but this was the first time this was on screen yeah and in a meaningful way yeah and he tried to make it like the comic books right i i that's the he yeah. Tried to make so it that's feel like the comics felt. Yeah, I think he tried really hard to stay, um, stay true to the look and feel of the original comics. So it felt like it had. It was almost like a modern day without the pow, but still not modern. No, yeah. I did, I did get that feeling too. That it was kind of um like like relative to what we have now, it felt like the uh, Adam West. Batman. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Bit, like. Just, overboard. just like a a layer of it, yeah, a little overboard. Like, the, the, like you can't get your finger around Gotham City in this movie, which is one of the issues I have with it. Because like, uh, uh, the people are dressed like it's the '50s, '60s, but the cars are like the '80s, and it's so dark and dingy um, all over the place. So, it, it kind of, um, I, I don't know, it, it, the look and feel of this movie just kind of confused me a little bit because it. it, it 
it's I'm trying to think of another movie that tried to do straight comic book and like all I can think of Ang Lee's uh Sin Hulk City. where he really had yeah, yeah, Sin City. Sin City took more of a stylistic view, more than this. I felt, but this was somewhere in the middle of yeah. of like real and comic book. And I, I'm not sure I'd liked where it ended up ultimately from the way it looks. And I, I said this when we were watching the movie is that the interiors in this are all pretty good. Like you're in a mansion, you're in a great study, you're in a building. Yeah. That stuff all looked good, but all of the exterior Gotham shots look like stages awfully bad stages and then just fucking not not good quality and lots of like painting matte paintings and stuff like that just really looked weird this time to me that to me the i thought was all terrible. the point of um of the comic book look right when things look yeah. like very much like on a set like i feel like i'm in a cell almost right like like a like not a cell prison cell but like a you know a screen cell or yeah like a, or like a or like a comic uh uh you know little rectangle capture thing whatever the fuck they're called um, I think it, at the time people thought it worked, like thought it did bring like you have that comic book feel. It didn't feel like just a well done movie like the current Batman's where they said was like, fuck anything to do with comic books. We're making Batman real in our world today. And off we go with Christian Bale, like training as a ninja and how the suit would be created. Like that's what I that's about the only thing I really like now about that Batman um, is the way that they yeah, tried I to still, base some I of it in reality. I still think that's the best Batman of all of the Batman. I do Batman too. Begins. It, it is the best. It's the most. It's the best. It's the best script. The acting is good. the 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 look of the movie is very good. I like his how how it everything. I love how he doesn't have a suit right away, and he's using those, you know, weird clothes that he's getting from. Uh, <laughs> The uh, company or whatever, and the car and all that. All that's great. But this, the outside of this movie takes me out of the movie because it looks so bad. It looks so much yeah. like a stage play that I, I get taken out of the movie. It would be like watching a sub movie, and then they cut to the sub, and you see fingers on the sub, and, and it's moving it through like a bathtub. But like, it's just, that's kind of what it feels <laughs> like, this. Yeah. That's exactly not what a it good is. Way. The helicopters in this were just straight uh, up plastic, and the figurines inside looked like uh someone with like not very good mechanical uh motor skills uh painted them because they like didn't even have a semi-realistic look it looked yeah. like a no, mr they look mr. like gi joe's fucking like they didn't put they didn't do they took a gi joe and painted its hair green yeah it was, <laughs> and I was like that's shit. a joker it's a joker <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing is the other stuff I can forgive because I can look at it and think maybe that was a choice, right? And whether it, the choice yeah. works or not, it was deliberate. But there's yep. no way that chopper wasn't a fucking complete act. Like they were like, we, no, it works. Like who the fuck? It's totally removed from everything else. It's realistically just a toy. Yeah. And so yeah. I mean, yeah, that really does break, break everything. Yeah, because it's trying to... Like, there's a lot of this movie that tries to be serious. It's not all jokey. Like, there are some serious themes underneath here and, and some, some drama and some, some stakes that are that are kind of being raised at various times. Um, so, yeah, it's just this, the look and feel doesn't fit fit that anymore for me. Um, it kind of really took me out of it every time we were outside. Every time. It just was like, oh, my God. And then I had to check, like, 50 million budget for 89 is a big budget for a movie. So... Um, interesting it turned out that way uh, watching this again too reminds me that I've always kind of not been a huge fan of Burton I, I've like put up with his movies and watched them and stuff but his style was never I didn't I wasn't never a big fan of the way he did things 
Uh, and this movie's a perfect example of it. I mean, there's many examples. Beetlejuice, um, uh, Sleepy Hollow, uh, just lots of movies. It's just, I'm not a huge Burton fan, but I mean, everybody thinks, I mean, especially back back here, everyone thought he was a genius, like a visionary and all yeah. this shit. And I just I was like, yeah, I don't know. I do think he is, though. Whether you like him or not, I mean, the guy is a visionary. He created a whole different style. And he's like, he's created and he's <clears throat> applied that now to existing material um, in a way that I do think is functional. I, I, it's not my taste anymore. Um, I, don't, right. I don't recall how I felt when I watched this the first time, but I do think that um, that Burton deserves like a little bit of credit for being able to, you know, imaginate this whole fucking, uh, you know, type of like style that he has. So I think that he's a visionary. I don't. I do think that a lot of that visionary quality um, kind of obfuscates uh, the lack of sometimes skill that he shows. Well, this is why I think he's not, though. So Kubrick, I believe, is a visionary. And if you look at 2001 today, we've done that for the show. Like, despite me saying that 2001 did not hold up, that fucking look of that movie is still amazing today. And that movie was made, what, in the 60s? Late 60s? This was made in the 80s, and it looks like shit. So I don't know if he's a visionary or not. But the thing is, you can't attribute all the effects and everything to him. Like, I know that some of those choices for sure, but... like, Oh, no, this guy is a taskmaster. He makes all the choices. But you nobody's making a choice though, Burton. So I but what about consent. what about? I guess I guess. But I mean, he'd only done Beetlejuice before this. He had. Um, I think that's that it? if he that had anything be before, it. no, this was super early for him. But he was coming what? off something else that was massive, and and so people were interested. And then once Beetlejuice became like a success, they were like, okay, we'll greenlight him to do to do the Batman movie. He did Edward Scissorhands. He was a producer. Sorry. He he has something creatively that he had done, and people like paid attention. He was, he was like costumes or, or suit designs or animation or something. I can't. Uh, yeah, he was remember. doing he was doing like Frankenweenie. Uh, he did Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Beetlejuice, and then Batman the year after Beetlejuice. So Pee Wee's Big Adventure was like the first thing he did. That Frankenweenie is a short. Pee Wee's yeah, yeah, Big sure. Adventure is his first movie. I mean, frankly, yeah. when he became a movie, but it's basically... Yeah, it did. Short, but yeah. the, but Pee Wee's his, his big feature film debut. And yeah. then and then he did a couple of TV episodes, and then he did Beetlejuice, Brent's right, and then Batman. So he had done... Well, I mean, it's a huge leap from this to Pee Wee, to, from Pee Wee to Beetlejuice to Batman. Those leaps are, like, actually gigantic <laughs> leaps. Because Pee Wee's yeah. Big Adventure, he had no budget. Right, and he didn't do a lot. He didn't. He was just. Sh he was shooting in locations. Then Beetlejuice. It was all sets and claymation and whatever kind of animation he used. And then yep. this. And then he did Scissor Hands. After this, see Scissor Hands to me is a movie that I really hope holds up and would love to watch. And I feel like the look in that movie is very interesting. I don't think that. he goes into like Burton-y stuff. Like I don't think there's claymation and stuff like that. No, well, he doesn't do that stuff in there, but it's the look of the movie I'm talking about. I think we are yeah, all yeah. talking about the look, right, of the yeah, film. Yeah. His, his art direction kind of kind of more <clears throat> yeah. than anything for me, right? He's yeah. both. He's both a lot of the times. I mean, he's he's like Wes Anderson. There, Wes Anderson's all about art direction. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. <clears throat> Burton is the same. They're both like obsessed with 
um, the, the tiny details of what you're seeing on the screen. Hmm. Uh, and this just didn't look good. <laughs> this was yeah, at the end of the day, it, not it, did, a good, not, it did not It didn't me. work. It didn't uh, work. No. And John's right about the confusion of the time and the, the mixing of the, the different periods of whether it's cars, clothing, uh, interior design. It's very weird. Yeah, it's kind of just convoluted. It's, it's like, here's a, a point in time. And it's like, I can't really put my finger on when. And that just makes me confused. It makes me think stupid things like, in this version of Gotham City, like, why would anyone live in this city? No one would live here. It's garbage city. Nothing good happens in the city. There's always crime and shit. At least in the newer ones, People they show some Cleveland. normalcy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I Cleveland hope we don't have any rocks. listeners from Cleveland, Brent. What's that? <laughs> I said, I hope we don't have any listeners from <laughs> Cleveland, Brent. They fucking American, very likely agree. We do have some American listeners. No, I know, I know. And if you're from Cleveland and you love it, Shit, my apologies, <laughs> but probably you, you hate meant, it, from my understanding. I think you met Detroit 10 years ago, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, but, I, I, um, you know. I mean, like Gotham City, it's so <laughs> it's so dark and it's so dingy, and uh, there's a lot oh, of crime there. it's a piece there. of shit. It's a giant uh, piece of shit. But there's swifts that this guy Batman's around, and this reporter knocks, who's super into being a, everywhere, uh, and has this super hot blonde photojournalist come by and be like, I want to photograph the Batman. And so she ends up going to bang Bruce Wayne, uh, who is Batman. Lucky for her. Lucky, lucky. Yeah, um, she nails then, it right away. Oh, right away. Uh, but then there's also Grissom, who, uh, Carl Grissom, who's a mob boss. And uh, his man, Jack, is lieutenant, maybe, captain, something like that, is banging his lady. Captain Jack? Captain He's a Jack. Capo? He's a yeah, capo. He's a capo in the, in the, uh, in the Gotham City Mafia. Um okay. So Grissom doesn't like that uh, Jack's banging his lady friends, so he uh, yeah arranges to have Jack Napier set up, and in the process of uh, getting set up, he's trying to do some uh, espionage, burn some files, shit like that, gets caught by the police, uh, and Batman shows up and maybe intentionally drops him into a vat of chemicals, thus creating a psychopathic, white-skinned, smiley man who just starts losing his shit called the Joker. So uh, Batman and Joker face off. A whole bunch of people in the city die. A whole bunch that they don't show, but definitely like hundreds and thousands of people die in this movie. Uh, killed by Batman too in certain cases. They battle it out and we get to the end. Um, Batman versus the Joker. And where will Vicky Vale end up in all this? Pictures. So I... I go ahead, no, no, ahead I want to say about the other thing about... Uh, uh, fucking gotham right yeah yeah so this very point ties into the movies because the batman versus superman right yeah why doesn't everyone from gotham move to fucking metropolis metropolis has superman the sun's always out whenever we're in metropolis yeah it's fucking nice open city it looks great right then you go to gotham the sun doesn't even fucking crack the clouds above no, Gotham. ever. And it's just a tangled mess of steel fucking girder beams. So go to the fucking <laughs> there. And then this point ties me into my other thing about the movies where with the Batman versus Superman, right? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Batman can't even fucking solve like Gotham. He's like one guy at a time, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking put everything into this guy now. I and then take three weeks. murders a night. Yeah. And meanwhile, Superman... Take the whole fucking city on, right? Barely yeah, anybody yeah. gets fucking purse snapped there. So, anyways, they yeah. can't fucking have a movie where they fight. 
Batman's not super smart, and he's not fucking strong, and he's not fucking anything. He's a regular person with serious parental issues, and uh, money. And likes, yeah, and a tons of fucking <laughs> money, and like so much anger. Right. Well, that was that was one of the things that happened in this movie that that I, I didn't like this time was it was it played him off as uh, Bruce Wayne being just a normal guy uh, under the suit. And it's bulletproof and all this stuff, and he has his gadgets. But then he was like holding a person over the over the edge of a building. With he had the strength to do that. He had the strength to kick a guy in the chest, and then that guy would go flying through a door, like down the stairs, like he's Superman. Yeah. So they did a couple of things in this movie that that I didn't like. He, when Batman is also in the airplane crash, he ended up f- f- flying out of the co- cockpit at some point and landing under the rubble. But yet. Yeah. Was yeah. unscathed and walked up those stairs. He had a couple of singe marks on his face. He did act hurt after that, but then he got the shit kicked out of him again. So because okay. he does rich, too man. many superhero things, the, the great thing about Batman Begins is that never happens in Batman Begins. He, he's no, just the he's guy always, in the suit. He can and he's fight. A, yeah. and he's, he's a deadly martial artist. But you watch but him get yoked. You watch him become oh, hard. Yeah. You understand, like he has limitations, but he's a fucking hardened man. And that's yeah, he, that's like that's why that one works so well is because it's actually like got a foundation in the base mm. of the like this what should be involved with the superhero, right? Like, yeah. you can't take a normal so person and then too. make him super because to me that doesn't fucking make sense. It, fucking Michael Keaton is definitely not the guy. If this is The Rock as Bruce Wayne, and yeah. I don't see him catch up, and he kicks a guy through the door, I'm like, that makes sense. Do you see that fucking goddamn person? He's crazy huge. So you know, yeah, I agree. Even his, they they even didn't. His fighting skills is a little over the top too. He does okay. He does okay. He, they seem to show him having skill, but they just didn't take a stand on if he's a superhuman or not. They went in the middle and they went gray area both ways. So you don't really know. And I, I don't like that. It's I wish they had a picked one way or the other and given him like let him get beat up. But he doesn't show a bruise through the whole movie. Right. And he's yeah, it, 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 that that part that part didn't, didn't work as much for me either. Can I ask you guys, what is it that um, doesn't work about the way that they mix time periods in this that does work the way Tarantino does it? I think it's because when Tarantino does it, the uh, yeah, it's a good question. Because the same, the, the same, the, um, the components are, so are good. There. <laughs> they well, the are. scripts are so good, but we've talked but before about of- how interesting it is that we're in this, this like you know, kind of nebulous time zone with with Tarantino's things. And it just works. Do you know what I mean? Like they go to that old fashioned cafe, but the cars are newer, but no phones, right? Yeah, he he kind of does it. Um, like he makes the the background and the environment believable. I think is is why it all looks real and feels real, and it just feels like you could either be in a weird poorer part of town, uh, yeah, or something like that's that. A but good way of but in Batman, it. because it's a superhero movie, it, yeah. immediately I'm like Gotham City doesn't exist. So I'm trying to get I'm trying to get my head wrapped around what it's like to live here and be here, and all I get is like, "What the fuck are you driving? What are you wearing? <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't match." And then, like, what do people do for jobs there? Like, it's so awful to live in that city. So it just it's it and it's not explained, and it maybe it it doesn't need to be for some people, but if you're gonna set up this this city that I'm supposed to care about needing saving, 
by the only guy who can do it, Batman, then show me that there's something to save other than just people being terrorized and robbed all the time. I think the Wayne family operates a toxic chemical factory in Gotham, and that's why their family is such a rich big deal, because everybody works for them. I and guess. And that's why the city is just overrun with fucking plaque and fucking grossness, right? ton of yeah. crime, probably a ton of blow there. You probably get blow any corner, right? Party, <laughs> party city. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the other thing, too, is... Um, the the Vicky Vale relationship with um, the the writer is probably the best story in the whole movie, and yeah. it's not a focus at all. It's because of the acting between them and the writing is okay, and and I like them and I like them together. But I don't feel anything with Bruce Wayne and her. Like I would have liked it better if nothing happened between her and him, and she would have ended up with the writer. <laughs> I don't. I even, shouldn't I, have even ended up with anyone. Like just. Uh, uh, that's fine too. But I, I think I think that that to me every time that guy was on the screen, he stole the scene. He stole. Knox? He stole the scene between them when uh, the, he first meets Bruce Wayne, and he's like, "Can I get a grant?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. And just the way the King of the Wicker people, <laughs> yeah. whatever, yeah. all that <laughs> stuff. Was like this guy, what a scumbag or whatever. He's so rich, or like you got to be rich to like whatever. All of that stuff worked for me. Like I, that, I wanted to see more of that guy. That guy does do an excellent job of very subtly um, giving you the love triangle, right? Yeah, it never is discussed anything, but just through like his subtle like expressions and the way that he like longingly half looks at Vicky because it's never overboard with him. And um, and he never says anything when she's fucking Bruce. Do you know what I mean? So there's never any 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 drama about it. But you just do feel for him, man. He, like he needles he her a bit. It. He needles yeah, her a bit. But but but, but he, you're right. He doesn't play like the love struck puppy, and he doesn't get mad at her for it, and he doesn't become the White Knight. So like it's interesting. He never has a chance. He says immediately, "Can I do this?" And she looks him straight in the eye with no hint of amusement, and is like, "Nope." And he's like, take you to, you'll buy me lunch? And she's like, maybe. Yeah, so I kind of like that. Like There's that never anything going to happen there. And so, that, that, you're right. They, that is an interesting story. It would have been interesting to... Um, that guy just should have been uh, in the movie more. And, and like, because look at all the relationships that don't work. Him and her don't work. Alfred and, and Bruce's relationships don't work either. Alfred's <sighs> relationship doesn't even made, make any sense. He's passing out champagne. He's cleaning up in the mornings. None of that made any sense. That, that all came off as so ridiculous and stupid now. That yeah, house would have, like, a massive amount of maids. And uh, a, he, he'd, have, he'd have hired staff to hand out champagne like in tuxedos like none of that made any sense well it would be time. it would be fine if bruce didn't also grab him like get me this file get me the file on my parents get me that and he's like yes i will do all and it, it just seemed like too much uh and then and then they had to go and ruin it by alfred doing the unforgivable of bringing vicky vale into the fucking bat cave into the sanctum like he That's had only a, banged her once at that time, and we were all laughing because we're pretty sure that like the next morning he was like, "Oh, you're still here! I was peeking through the door." <laughs> <laughs> Creepy Alfred, but like, yeah, that was a big mistake. Like, if they had been in a long-term relationship, like years and years, maybe then to like save the relationship. But like, they just started dating, and he's he like, "Just this stop is with the it lady. one time." Like, how many girls in Gotham know he's Batman? 
probably well, like a dozen because Alfred, yeah. every time he dates anyone, <laughs> Alfred's like, this is the one. She's the <laughs> one, master. Yeah, I think, all the I think she was dead. just very good in bed. And when Alfred watched, he was like, oh, you can't Whoa. you can't give it up. <laughs> like, this girl's special. He says it. He watched this girl's special. Painting. Did he you see how the many painting in the eyes. her knees bend? <laughs> yes. All of a sudden, you, yes. see, you see you see the painting looking at the bed, and you see Alfred's eyes behind the painting. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what happened. I think that is what happened. Um, and he's eating, and like then you see he's like eating like chips. She's like, "Does that <laughs> painting have a glory <laughs> hole?" He just and they, is that painting eating chips? I hear crunching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and what's that slurping sound? Gross. <laughs> um, like, and you hear the jingling of the ice in the glass because he's like boozing it up back there. That what's whole going first on that painting. <laughs> that whole first date like i know i'm rich and everything but come on over and i'll make you dinner and get you drunk and you'll be on my territory like that's just totally not safe lady yeah she should, I mean, she ought to know better and he's a billionaire also, even if he says he killed her he can fucking just pay off the way so the date went down too his character is not believable the way that he set it up so they're in that big huge long dining room and yeah. they, they weren't talking and stuff, and they're eating their soup. None of that made any sense. This guy, it would only made sense if he never gets laid. And then, like, she's the first one, and he's like a total nerd and a doofus and a so goof. They do, they do play it like we come into, like, he comes into fucking uh, existence when we start the movie because he does seem completely unfamiliar with social convention. Yeah. He's supposed to be a goddamn socialite fucking bachelor it's, billionaire. It's His a huge, character makes no sense. His character no, makes it's a huge sense. flaw this time around because they try and they give him this like aloofness. It's, someone just must have said you're like you're so rich you don't know what to do with it. So you'd totally be like off the cuff aloof. And he's like, okay, I'll take that to heart. And then it ends up coming out in a way that the only way that dinner they're having made sense, like from when he was like, welcome to my place, because they just cut to right in the middle of it. But I like to think of how the fuck they got there. Really, they were going to sit on those ends of the table and he was just going to start eating a soup without talking to her and think that was a good way to have a date. I was like, the only way that makes sense is if he used that as a challenge to see how long it took her to be like, what the fuck are you doing? And then their other conversation, like he ends up talking about some personal stuff, but like he doesn't give her anything to like fall in love with right away. So it's super obvious like she's really just in it for the money. Uh, and then we further confirm that when she just fucks him that night and um, yeah wonderful like I know you gotta move the story along and get that going so he has someone to care about but like getting her to give it up that fast didn't do her character any any uh, favors I mean no. I've, I've slept with years lots later, of girls on the first date and I'm definitely not rich so either those girls make poor decisions or it's just something girls do no he's right about that that's true but no but the thing is is that they tried to make Vicky seem like this altogether put together woman who who isn't the type of person who like you know gets drunk and just bangs some random dude on the first date i mean he is bruce wayne he's like the richest man in the whole city and he's a good looking dude i don't know i mean it's believable i guess but his character is not believable tell me you wouldn't suck bill gates dick maybe a little not super kidding. rich <laughs> That's it's, what I'm talking about, though. It's it, but more more of the concern the for her. More of the concern for me, though, is is the is Bruce Wayne's aloofness because he has it in a few things with her where he's like spacey in what he says. He puts but then the he's glass this calculating, on the table that time. Yeah, right. Yeah, when he's walking through, he's like so obsessed with Vicky Vale staring at I fucking her from across the room. Even Alfred I fucks her when she walks by. It's hilarious. But he puts the thing on the table and like Alfred has to catch it and it just. It doesn't lead into him being like aware, confident person. It, it brings him into being like 
unpredictable and and like it, it's it, it does something with his character that doesn't make me think that that he's like awesome it, it adds this weirdness that i can't figure out if he's like crazy or just weird yeah like socially inept and awkward but he's like a huge playboy and sometimes he's so confident and quick with the jokes but then he's like huh i don't understand what we're talking about this that the other thing like come on come on stop being so fucking aloof i, I think i've said aloof enough in this episode <laughs> he right. he does act like he's spaced out spacey yeah yeah i think that's a michael keaton kind of kind of thing though right <laughs> yeah like what, that's what? i don't know what do you think of Keaton as Batman? Let's go there. Uh, <laughs> I don't hate him. I don't think... See, I don't think the aloof stuff... Like, I think that that he pulls it off, but I'm not sure that's his addition to it. I think that's probably written in. Oh, you're, you're probably totally right. I was just... I, there's part of me that wonders, right? Because he has, yeah, like, no. these mannerisms that he carries. <laughs> I wonder if maybe that was part, you know... Well, he's comedic, right? Mostly Keaton, yeah. I think, from his background. This was a big, a big step for him to get into this like action role. Obviously, because Burton was comfortable with him from Beetlegeist, but, um, but yeah, super, super interesting. Um, I, I think he's okay, honestly. Like, I think he does okay. I don't think he was given the best to work with, but I, I think it's okay. Uh, like thinking that we got Val Kilmer, George Clooney. I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch those. I haven't seen those in a real long time. All of them are bad Batman. George Clooney was Batman. Yeah. George Clooney owned up to uh, his part in the Batman uh, experiment, though, because he was on a talk show and it was either it was I think it was David Letterman. And uh, he was asking him about Batman. He said, Michael Keaton started Batman. Val Kilmer took it over and I killed it. (laughs) (laughs) So he's yeah. like well aware of how shitty his Batman movies were. Not his fault either, though, right? Like obviously well, he's competent. I mean, it's but not like, him. But he made the decision to do it, I guess. But I don't he, know. Someone's going to toss ten scripts? million dollars. Did I, you guys I, yeah. see the Ben Stiller or the Ben Stiller, the uh, Ben uh, Ben Affleck one, the Batman versus Superman? Oh uh, yes. And some how of it was Affleck because I hated that he was going to be Batman, but then I saw some images and I was like, hey, "It kind of looks wany." Um, I won't watch the movie because I fucking hate Superman and I fucking yeah, hate no, the idea that Superman it's awful. would fight it's, a normal person. It's awful. Jesus. Everything about it is awful. I'm trying to think of how he did. I don't think he's uh, the worst. He's not, maybe he's not the worst of this patch of people. I don't know, like. I'm not into these movies enough. Like after this one, I was so disappointed with the next one with, um, uh, with Frank, with what's his name? Uh, Penguin. Penguin. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. Like, I, I, so like so much appreciation that like that happened and that he did all that and acted that like probably crazy, but that movie is probably dog shit. And every, I know the other ones with Kilmer and Clooney are like close to unwatchable. Like those were just like cash grabs, big flashy things. That's what I really hold against this movie was that I think the next one, it went more Burton in terms of like weird, weird imagery and scope and scale. And then I think the others with Schumacher, I remember just being like so bright, flashy and like crazy. Joel Schumacher's Batmans were embarrassing. Like, yeah, they were like emba- they are embarrassing. Like they, but it seemed like they were all trying to emulate the original in terms of that. They just went like down this weird fucking path, and no one pulled back and said, "Let's start from scratch and like 
make it look I, completely different. I agree with that. I think Mr. Freeze um, is a <laughs> fucking great example of that. I think his whole world, like I, I do think that the Penguins world and stuff like that was very interesting and actually had like a really nice darkness to it as far as like the sewer and like the penguins and shit like that. Like I I'll fucking dig that because that, that atmosphere, that kind of, that aesthetic kind of works. But the fucking uh, Schumacher, Batman and Robin one is oh. a nightmare. Although I'd rather watch that than Jim Carrey as fucking the Riddler. I oh, tried dude. watching the Jim Carrey one about a couple of months ago, and uh, Jim Carrey, it was so bad, I had to turn it off. And Jim Carrey and was a big him, part of that. So do I. So do I. It's not, I don't know, once again, it, I think this is it's when like he trying was probably to at the height of his ego, where he thought he could do anything. And, he, and this was before he got some humility and like figured out that being Jim Carrey wasn't going to, you know, solve all his problems. Yeah. Like, he was an egomaniac when he did that movie. And he probably got a shitload of money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, no, I'm sure he did. That's what, He was making $20 million a movie, if you guys remember, too, for some of oh, his yeah. comedies. Yeah. So he was, was like one of the highest articles paid. everywhere. He became the $20 million man. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. Certainly did. Okay, so... I wonder so, why Keaton got paid for this shit. Uh, not as much as Nicholson, apparently. So J- Jack hesitated originally to sign up for this movie, and then they offered it to Robin Williams, who they was super it. stoked. Well, because they, they wanted to use it as bait, but I, th- I think if he hadn't have stepped back in, Jack, they probably would have went with Robin, who would have maybe not been a bad choice for this at all. But anyway, very interesting choice for Jack Nicholson to be in this movie. He's actually got the top billing uh, and does have significant screen time in this. Compared to compared to Batman, um, he, it's not he's he, not like just this secondary character. I think he gets more screen time in this than by comparison, proportionally, um, Joker in the uh, Dark Knight. He also uh, got weapon. percentage points for guess. this movie. So the yeah. percentage points for this movie gave him sixty million dollar payday for this movie in nineteen eighty nine. Holy yeah, shit. he was the yeah. highest. It was the highest salary an actor ever received for a movie up until two thousand three. Yeah, um, so he, that was a long stretch where he'd been I paid the most for those one movie. Fucking, uh, those uh, sunglasses. Tickets. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say sunglasses. Hookers. Um, so what did you what did you think of Jack as Joker in this? Do you know what? He's good. I think he's pretty good, man. And his like his look and feel and. Yeah, I mean, like uh, Colin said, it's kind of fucking stupid that he falls in and then he's just like, I, like that chemic, that fucking toxic shit just totally clown makeup to me. Like, what a weird shit. Well, not only um, clown makeup, but also makes you psycho. Like, he's a changed person from Jack. And green Nathan. hair. He they said, green they hair said too. he was psycho before, but I do think that he was changed. But they do read his, his profile from before and it has all the attributes that the Joker has. Because yeah. I was struggling with that when we were watching the movie too. I was like, "Does it make you insane, or was he already?" It seems like uh, probably dying in that toxic sludge shit and then coming back as a clown would would maybe throw any potential loose screws right out. I guess it just doesn't make any sense that it would have made more sense that if he fell in and he got his face deformed, he put the makeup on to cover up his deformed face. That makes more but, sense. But instead. The he fell into the toxic waste. I'm assuming that's what it was because it was green and it was like steaming. I guess I always keep my so giant he, vats of toxic waste open. <laughs> so he <laughs> fell into a giant <laughs> vat of toxic waste, 
And what all it it, all it ended up doing was his face got scarred. I thought his face got scarred from that bullet that got ricocheted. It it did, but I don't know what happened to that. But anyways, yeah, because that's gone. But now he just has that indentation in his face of the smile, pure white skin and green hair and bright red lips. So that is what the chemical did to him. Yeah. Because yeah. that is how he looks. That's not makeup as they establish later when he puts on flesh covered makeup to like talk to the um the gangs. Yeah. And, and that also normal. didn't make any sense either. The gangs? It just doesn't make any sense that he would lie to them. He lies yeah, to them about that's... Grissom. He doesn't say, Hey, I killed Grissom, I'm taking over and we should do this. That's what he should have said. And so he said, Grissom's on vacation. And uh, he went away. But he told me to tell you guys. And then he just starts killing them and stuff. So if he's going to do that anyway, why is he lying about what, what's happening with Grissom? Yeah, he should. He should. Well, yeah. I don't know why he killed him. Maybe he lulls them into uh, not taking immediate action. If he says, I yeah, guess. I fucking killed him, then their back is against the wall, right? I know. But but he goes and <laughs> if he, he lies, one then of them. they play it soft. Yeah, but he kills know. one of them. He kills one of them Devil's in front advocate. of all of the others with his his buzz zapper. So once again, like he's not he's not tiptoeing on anything else. I oh mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. He murders one of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right in front of everybody. Do- right, yeah, and he and, melts all his skin off. And then his team runs in with the machine guns, and he's like, "Think it over," and then he leaves. It's like, what? Yeah. Why does he need them? Like, <laughs> I get their commitment in them. blood now or just kill them all and take over like you're going to anyway. Because all that causes is more scenes in this movie. We have to have the scene where the dude's coming out of the building and there's a press conference on why he's like taking over the criminal organization. Why the fuck is there a press conference for that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that what the fuck? No and they're like happy to be there. And like, I'm that would be like Tony Soprano. You're totally right. That would be to- that's to- like Tony Soprano on The Sopranos did a press conference and he's like, yeah, so my uncle, he's going to jail. So I'm going to be the uh, new capo, uh, the old, uh, you know, mafia or whatever. And, and no one's, you're no one's doing that. I'm CEO. No. <laughs> yeah. Then Joker and his team murder police and kill those bad guys <laughs> in public in front of the press. And somehow like is, is able to not not quite get away with it, I guess. But like the police don't build up a presence against him. They don't come against him at all. We never. That's one thing we don't see in this movie is the police failing. It's just assumed that nothing's being done. Like District Attorney Harvey Dent, we need action, and he's like, "You'll get it." And then we just don't see him the rest of the movie. Nothing is being done though, because he says on <laughs> yeah, live TV. So after he kills all those people in public, cops on the city stairs, then he goes on TV and says he's going to have a parade yeah. downtown and give away $20 million. So they, the cops knew where he was going to be. Yeah, they just let he it told, He told them where he was going to be. And they didn't show up to arrest him after he killed <laughs> cops on City Hall. And then, then was like on, t- on camera admitting about gassing 13 people to death or using his chemicals to kill them. Then... At the parade, he kills. Now, look, folks, we've seen how quickly this shit works. They established it in the movie how deadly this gas is. Um, when he gasses those streets, how many people are out there? Like, they look like there are thousands, and those people would all be dead. Yes, yeah. they yeah. would. So, like, that happened. Um, yeah, it, it, it's um, his, his plan is, like, not great <laughs> the way he does it. Uh, and then it makes it just crazy that no one's going against him. Like, there should be way more... Like, I don't even want to see more of the police. I want less in this movie because this movie feels like super fucking long and it drags ass in certain areas. 
I'm also not a huge fan of Jack's performance. And I don't think it's Jack's fault. I think it's the screenwriting. But, like, I mean, he's, like, just giant. There's a couple of scenes where he's good. But a lot of the stuff, he's just way too over the top. I don't know. But like, uh, what I'd what say did is, you think, I think, I think he played it, like, the character he, he did is, like, would be really hard to do. And it really shows, like, some solid acting chops to pull that off and that makeup and and get that I across i think the character is it could have been could have been just done better um it's not necessarily but it's, his but some of the choices he makes and some of the scenes are not good though i'm not saying that he's a bad actor in this no by any stretch of the imagination that's it he's, but like, he's actually great um but it's just like the way <laughs> the story in this works with the joker um i don't know it's not the there's no like mono e mono until like Batman stops moping about his dead parents and fucking gets in his jet. Until then, like he didn't know about the Joker, and then he witnesses the Joker doing the murders and like stupidly walks at him in a daze. Another aloof moment for him that's like seemed way out of character that he wouldn't like be taking action to either subdue or if he didn't want to give himself up to fucking protect himself. Uh, or the lady he loves, who I can't remember if he knew was there at that point. No, she's there after, and he's like, oh shit you saw me here i'm gonna ghost you now <laughs> weirdo um anyway uh after that like when do they see each other again except for that thing uh, so like joker has killed people through his chemicals murdered people in front of batman and batman's like my parents and vicky like he doesn't go through any like thing to go get the joker am i wrong <laughs> no never it seems like he finally just gets his shit together and he's like, I'm going to fly my jet, which makes no fucking sense. Like, even for a rich guy, that's the one toy that's also seemed really out of place here. And also, a jet's not helpful in the tight fucking confines of Gotham City streets. No. Did you see the set in the fucking parade scene? Well, It is a it, tight fucking road, man. I guess it it's only makes sense if you have your custom nose clipped for that one opportunity to catch a whole bunch of balloons with your bat wing. Like, yeah. That's a fucking thing. See, that's 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 leaning too far into the. Oh, it seems like it could be real, and it's cool. It's got machine guns and rockets on it. But then it's like, but this also has to kind of exist, and this is like a real world where people are limited by these things. This kind of doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Like flying into those wires. I don't care if you got a big pair of scissors on the front of your plane. You're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally you fucking are dead. dead. <clears throat> and all and it is fucking stupid. <laughs> You can't just have like, you can't have really rare, um, like type of criminal plans that the good guy just happens to have a magic tool. That's God in the machine. It's a fucking cheat. It's a big time cheat. Yeah. Cause then we need to be removed from every movie. Yeah. It, it, then we go through the whole stupid giant pistol taking the plane down, which I always hated. It's funny to see him pull a giant gun out of his pants and like if he had shot at Batman and almost hit him and been like woo hoo hoo like that I'm fine with that scene but that he shoots his fucking jet down I'm like I call bullshit I call bullshit even in this universe which you're making jets also way too small to have any kind of a fuel tank yeah so like or you'd be able to fly that thing for like (laughs) so you'd be able to fly that thing for like five seconds and it would like run out of fuel jet fuel yeah. Like there's like it's like a skinny it's like it's <laughs> such a skinny and then it has rockets and machine guns and yeah. somewhere like John said is an engine in there. Where's the fuel yeah. go? Where's yeah. the fucking it's, fuel it's, go, bitch? And who's he buying missiles from? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, the whole, his whole this is this also was made it the worst <laughs> because um, his Batcave. I mean, all four of these movies in a row um, had the more elaborate Batcaves with the spinning around, you know, um, driveways. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So even back in 1989, me and Paul Helmer used to talk about how his Batcave made no sense uh, when this movie first came out. Like in it. I mean, it makes even less sense today. Yeah. You would need to have so many people involved, structural engineers, uh, contractors, construction workers. Yeah. There'd be hundreds of people who knew about his Batcave. Because yeah. What, yeah. Alfred, Alfred had time to build that by himself while he's not bringing him his uh, champagne and washing his balls. No. Well, apparently what? he has fucking... He's a policeman or a professional hacker also, so he's fucking clearly got time. I got and a it weird also question. Make sense. Oh, go ahead. Well, here, here it is. Like, and no one ever complained about this in the comic books. I don't think anyway. It's read the read the Batman comics it was like, who would have built that cave? That's bullshit. It's only like when we see the movie when it becomes a little bit more real that we start questioning the, the I guess the realism of things. The possibility of you always anyone being you always able to give comics uh, a bigger gap of um, acceptance on on some of these like yep. stretches of, of the imagination, right? Yeah. I know I always did. Like I always like comics, not DC, because fucking stupid shit like this. But um, I like that that part of it in there. There's something about it that feels like that pulpy aspect of it is okay. Yeah, I do think that's interesting what you say about when you bring it into a movie, though. All of a sudden, the cave becomes um, it becomes a real object, and in being a real object, it's somehow held to the standards of like our physics, I guess, right? Yeah, and, like and, and by that, who fucking made it? Where are they buried? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know why we hold the the standard of of a movie to uh, like hold it to a higher standard because I see it on the screen. I want it to be <clears throat> like what would have to happen for me to put myself in the right frame of mind where I accept the Batcave and don't think about how impossible it would be for a relatively normal guy to have a place like that? Like how over the top does the movie have to be for me to just forget about that and get into like the same mindset as I would by reading the comic and be like, I'm just in this universe and I see this and he's got a Batcave and he's going to go kick ass. And instead I'm like, how does he not have, how can he keep a relationship with Vicky Vale and how does he make all this work? I don't know. That's what I end up thinking about when I watch this movie. It's, they make such a big Wacky. point, though, also of showing the isolation. He's alone. It's just him and Alfred, no one else. Yeah. Like, and they have this secret. So because that's such a main focal point of this story, it makes no sense when they go over the top with these types of things, the vehicles, the outfits, and all that type of thing. It just because it makes it too silly and unbelievable that you're supposed to be grounded in this reality and and then they like throw all that stuff out there and don't don't put any thought which is what is once again so great about Batman Begins because the whole movie the whole movie he's getting new shit yeah it's not just at the beginning it's not even at the beginning of the movie the beginning of the movie establishes um how he became this amazing martial artist and had this point of view and then like throughout <laughs> the movie he's picking up like this suit the yeah, car yeah, or technology or whatever all, like it's great that they do that well so, but he also has that bat cave like there and you know what i mean like they start to fucking do that 
It, like that that cave in itself is the cave where he fucking became afraid of bats. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. just a cave. It's literally just a cave, though. It's not some kind of a concrete supercomputer yeah. with a spinning <laughs> driveway thing. Like all that stuff, so bad. Yeah, in a vault. <laughs> Why is his suit in a vault? Why is it in a gigantic vault? I don't Someone know. might break into the Batcave. Nobody can't knows let about the Batcave. So why do they <laughs> have a suit vault? What's this? I like watching six TVs at a time. Yeah, like, okay. yeah that too. What's in the vault? Vault stuff. <laughs> like I also don't like this. I don't like being um, made to think that there's only one suit. It's just the one. Like, does Alfred clean that all the time? That thing would get so disgusting so quick. He's Holy running fuck, around all rubber. night. And like, so How then Alfred's also a seamstress or a seamster, whatever you call it. Okay. I, let's, let's, let's too much start. for that poor man. <laughs> let's just, let's just jump. <laughs> let's jump to the ending and put this bitch out of its misery. Fine. Okay. So, so the airplane crashes with Batman and after Joker oh shoots it with his long gun. We all gun. think that it's going to be over. Yeah. Yeah. We would hope. And yeah. then Batman's, <laughs> Batman is found somehow found underneath the wing. He, he throws the wing off of himself yeah, um, in the flaming carcass of the airplane. And so what Joker's plan to do is is to go, for some reason, to call the helicopter to go to the top of a, a gigantic, is it a cathedral? Yep. And how high would that cathedral be? It uh, seems like I don't know, like 30 stories anyway. Or more. It and could he, be more. They make gonna, it seem huge. He decides to walk up for a guy who used to walk up the stairs for exercise. <laughs> him and Vicky ain't getting up there ever. They all like oh, have to no. take so many breaks. Sketchy he says he'll stairs. be up. In, he says he'll be up in ten minutes too. Yeah. So I mean, that would have been like uh, that would have been hours for them. This to guy's climb like up a cigar smoking too. fucking criminal. Yeah. Like, Tony Soprano had three heart attacks going up his fucking stairs. So yeah, yeah, and so Batman chases them up the stairs. And yep. by the time they get up to the top, there's henchmen waiting for Batman. Yeah, where are those Joker's henchmen, henchmen who did not come up the stairs. Yeah, so they're just like implausibly there, fighting yeah. Batman for and no reason again that they're up there. Batman kills well, kills one of them by tossing him down the thing. The other guy jumps through the floor. That's kind of his fault. Yeah, yeah that, fuck that, that guy. That guy gets away lucky. He does, kind and of then really they have the fist fight, and then somehow Joker manages to pull two people over the the ledge, yeah. grab by grabbing their hands, and they have like no, they have no resistance. Clearly, they're like while uh, he's hanging like, with said hands, yeah. <laughs> and it's so bad, and it looks so bad. One of the worst ever um, person falling to their death scenes is in this movie. The look of Joker falling to his death was terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally the float takes the street, you out of the movie. However, did, all the animation the composite of the floating, the float on the street looked really weird. I think we were around that. We were like, "What the fuck?" Looks just strange. Yeah. yeah Some the, stuff. It's it's the weird animation that they throw into. It doesn't yeah. fucking work very well. Like the when you see that top down and you just see his uh like his silhouette and his shadow. Yeah. Of the cape kind of going to that door down below. Yeah, it looks like an old Disney movie. Yeah, it doesn't match. It doesn't match, and like it's eighty nine, so they were trying some things. So, except it just looks like shit now. That's all we're saying. And and yeah, other yeah. than the buzzer, the electric buzzer that he kills the mafia guy with, other than that, 
There's never a time in the movie where he does what he does at the end, where he has the fake teeth and the fart bag and the laughing bag and the glasses. Like, all of a sudden, he changes, like, to this, like, cheesy comedian at the end. Yeah. Which is really lame. Yeah, that his whole too. his plan plan's pretty nuts. Just like poison people with with dead deadly chemicals, like that's pretty insane. And then wanting to gas people, like he does crazy things. I just yeah, it's how, not there a huge task task force and SWAT team. He was going on the news and admitting he was killing everyone with poison, poison, like, poison uh, detergents and perfumes, and he was doing it all. He was dancing around on the TV. Yeah, no, he definitely <laughs> what did. Fuck? What was, like, his plan, I guess he can't think about what his motivations are, right? But it seems like it's to get as much attention as he can, because he that's what he keeps on getting mad at Batman for, as Batman keeps grabbing his headlines. So that leads me to believe that the Joker's whole goal, like, because he throws away $20 million on the street only to kill a few thousand people, so he obviously don't give a fuck about money. Uh, that's just insane, I guess. So, like, that's insane for the sake of being insane? Or, like, is that what Joker's up to do? I think that's supposed to be kind of Joker's thing, is that he's, he's like, totally chaos. I, yeah. d- I don't know very well. I, I, I'm i presuming from little that I think I know. I guess it makes sense that it doesn't make sense then, right? That's no, how I that's wrong it. again. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you, you, if you are just an motives. agent of chaos. But, but if you are just an agent of chaos, I can accept you as that. It's, if if your motive then it doesn't is just make to for, create chaos, yeah, it doesn't make for like incredibly compelling things. Like it's crazy that he's killing people, but he's it doesn't seem like he's putting the people I care about at risk until that my people insert themselves into the situation, which is but a little. It different. loses depth of character by doing that. Yes, for yeah, sure. Yeah, but it, but that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at all of the newer superhero movies today, yeah. the only good ones that are out there are ones where have the villains have actual real motives you know they're not not just like his motive is he's crazy no i'm just saying we've uh (laughs) we've gone i know this was 89 so maybe that was a thing but that that doesn't hold up anymore because your bad guys should have motives they should have had motives back then they just didn't motivation is that he's crazy he's a crazy guy or whatever (laughs) That, that's the problem with um, Dark Knight. That's a great example. The reason Dark Knight sucks is because the the performance by him as the Joker is great. It's uh, Heath Ledger. It's very good. Everybody knows this, but his character doesn't have a motive. And uh, he's just crazy. That's it. Yeah. Whereas in the Marvel movies, Thanos had a motive... Um, even though the, in the Guardians crazy. of the Galaxy, the guy had a motive of why he wanted to kill that planet because they had killed his people for so long that he wanted to destroy that planet. Like there has to be a motive. Well, but Than- Thanos is like a like a really grounded bad guy because he was trying to do something to bring balance in. He just wanted to eliminate half of the people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then have yeah, the, the balance. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just Thanos. saying, like, like as far as like like uh, motives of bad guys go, that's one of the best ones because you can actually see how the bad guy believes his cause, right? Yeah, you I'm, can yeah. see how he gets there. But when it's when you when you take a character, I guess I'm just expanding on your point here. But like when you take a character like Joker um, and you make it just that chaos, right? With with no foundation behind it. 
um, I think you do rob from us um, that that extra dimension of the movie, which why wouldn't you want that, right? And if you do have an agent of chaos, he's got to be like fucking uh, secondary you know, like character. Not, yeah, like like yeah. Jaws or Odd Job, like that type of fucking. Yeah, guy. like a henchman that, or like a, a, a sidekick who's constantly throwing your shit, but it's focusing on you, the hero, against someone who's yeah. the antagonist. Yeah, and we got to understand why we're doing what the fuck we're doing. Because think, even think, if even if it's 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 chaos that he's driving the story forward, Batman's story is not driven forward by by uh, by the Joker in like a super meaningful way. Like think he, about he, all of the best Marvel movies. Think of all of the best ones. Iron Man. Jeff yeah. Bridges, a great bad guy in that movie. In Iron Man. Great bad guy. Great villain. Great motives. And uh, you think about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Ragnarok. Another great villain with good motive. That makes sense. And you understand what they're trying to accomplish. Like, you need that in the movie. You do. Um, and like, Because all of the bad... A superhero movies are ones where the the bad guys are shitty. They always are. Oh yeah, because they're weak make and they don't make any sense. Yeah, because they're, they're just bad. I'm just a bad person. I just want to do bad things. It's just like fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> fuck man, it's a really good point. It is. Yeah, that makes tons of sense. Ragnarok's right? great. Ragnarok is so good because of that. Because she wants to take over. She believes she's the rightful ruler of Asgard. Yeah. And uh, she's going to take it, right? And, like, that's her motive. It's great. Yeah, and then you look it's at this, and Joker just wants to kill people to kill him because he's crazy. And then Batman's whole motive is just to stop Joker. Yeah, it's really boring. There's not really <laughs> any depth behind that, behind his relationship with that chick. Like, you guys are right. It's No. It's very hurried, very rushed. Doesn't really... I mean, love at fucking first sight definitely exists, but... <laughs> Um, what are you gonna do? I've had it doesn't that. feel yeah. like it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it doesn't uh, at all. It makes no sense. And uh, <laughs> and so when he defeats Joker, he, like it doesn't make any sense that Joker wants publicity and he wants the love of the people. So then he gives her twenty million dollars to kill the people with the gas that aren't gonna love him and give him attention anymore. Because like, none of that makes any sense. I yeah, don't think he wants their love. I think he. He wants headlines. Like, I mean, he wants, wants to make the news, but like, if he kills everybody, who's going to watch the news? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> to, to give him that's like true. his adoration or, I don't get it. That's it just one level sense. down. Then he moves to a new city. <laughs> he's, yeah, I guess. Like Thanos, he's trying to wipe out the planet. He just didn't have a plan. Yeah. He's just randomly doing uh, it. Can we pay like it's syphilis? Can we pay just a little bit of attention uh, and make a comment here about Jack Palance? <laughs> how, how absolutely uh, mind-blowingly terrible watching his acting in this is. So bad. Then we had to reflect on that he won a fucking Oscar for City Slickers with the same fucking shit. You uh, are my number one calf. Yeah, he plays Curly in this. Yeah, he does. Jack, I'm uh, gonna need you over here. Like, no, I'm sorry. It's just he's awful. There's a lot of bad performances in there, but his is stand out bad. Yes. Like, even Billy D is not great. And what the fuck is with Harvey Dent's character in this? Honestly, like he's in it the first little bit when there's some press shots, but then he has nothing to do with like from the midpoint of the movie on. No, so it's just he, his character's useless. Yeah, like you can't make those mistakes in these movies. Like you can pay homage to certain things, but like you got to give some I'm, meat, otherwise I'm, it doesn't service the story and it makes it for canon only. And I don't like that. 
I'm fine Another, with that. If they just mention Harvey Dent as existing, and then there's a couple shots of him doing what normally a character that's just nameless would do, right? Yeah. That's just a little throw to the fucking people that have that knowledge. I, I don't guess. mind that. It's Billy D. It, it doesn't take anything away. It's Billy D. Yeah. I mean, like they gave a big actor the fucking spot, but, um, but I don't hate that little bit of it. It doesn't take anything away from the movie, and it doesn't to me, anyways. I mean, it doesn't make anything shit. I like that little kind of thing where it's like a subtle thing, right? That's the kind of fan service we should have. Not like the 15-minute fucking uh, diatribe in fucking Lord of the Rings for no fucking reason, right? All right. All right. Sorry. Sorry. I just I've, I got passionately. Uh, no, uh, you, you made a, you made an you know. excellent point. You made an excellent point. Agreed. Yeah, I, 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 it didn't bother me. Or I just it didn't mean you anything. You got to cut stuff either. out of this movie is all I'm saying. That's he, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And so like that shit no. could just go. And like, do you need? So then they did. Joker is the murderer of Batman's parents in this, which is apparently against canon. So like, watch what you say. Um, I don't really give a fuck. I just didn't like that they threw that in as well. Like we had to have that connection. Like he's already a bad guy who's killed dozens, if not hundreds, of people, and is like planning on killing way more. So that Batman was yeah. gonna go stop him is like enough. But then they're like, oh, no, he killed his parents. Aha, we got to throw that in for some reason. It's like, that. no, it, it didn't work Like to have that connection. I know who you are. And then yeah. some more bad writing is he tries to spray Vicky Vale's face in uh, the museum with acid. <laughs> and she gets away. Bat- she gets away and Batman saves her. But then when he goes over to her house, he like, um, things don't go his way. And then rather than killing her, taking her, aciding her in the face again, he just leaves. He's just like, well, I'll see you later or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, what? where is he going? He he killed Bruce Wayne. Why isn't he like doing whatever he's going to do? Like, just why take her. Even, why did he even come here? Why yeah. He, why is he even here then? See, like, that's the whole more of the chaos. He just that popped doesn't by make for sense. a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That he do, like doesn't kill the mob now. bosses, that he lets it go. He's like, he's flipping the coin like the like he does in Dark Knight. Like, I don't know. What's the craziest thing I could do here? This. Ah, and then does it. Like, I'll let them live. I'll. <laughs> So it just yeah it doesn't it doesn't jive or end up making that much sense and then it seems really fucking weird. That's the waste of our time. Yeah, this movie doesn't hold up. Let's just kill it. Yeah, I'm sorry. It really does not. It doesn't deserve it any really more time. Not. I, I, I like not. I, the music's not good either, Brent. The world stop it. The world figured it's out. It's not though. It's not. The world. John, is the movie good? Music good? started really nice i can't remember the main theme is okay i guess it's the way they do the music in the movie Danny that Elfman. makes it really bad yeah fuck no, yeah not good in like Elfman's the prince great. music Colin though Trump, like i like i try and respect the prince music works the prince music works the composed music doesn't work with the images it's bad it makes it not good <laughs> i mean it's not good already but you like just hate Danny Elfman. I don't think anyone paid attention. I don't remember. I can't state an opinion. But <laughs> you I, don't even I know, remember the I know your ingrained hatred for Danny Elfman. It's bad. Uh, which makes runs it not deep. Good. I mean, he created the Simpsons <laughs> theme song, so he's all right. But and Pee Wee's Big Adventure that you like so much. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> you do. I've seen you do that. Well, I don't know. The, uh, oh my god, Batman, I will do that dance now that you said that though. Batman also knew Starting now. Batman also knew that by attaching that thing to Joker that he was gonna kill him. Agreed? Yeah, no, like, I know. That, like there's no other outcome except that that kills him. He knows he can't hold on. And I guess that the yeah. gargoyle came off. He shot rockets at all those guys with the balloons. 
Yeah. Yeah. He shot bullets in New York. I actually did try and in a, in a street yeah, he populated did with people. He did try and shoot Joker. He just missed because his targeting system was not as good as Luke Skywalker's. Yeah, I do like that part of Batman where it's not like all the new Batmans where he's like, I don't kill anybody. Like, no matter what, like, not even accidentally, this Batman accidentally kills a ton of fucking people. Yeah, yeah I, bet I don't you mind that he at kills people. At least a few civilians died. Yeah. To, oh, me, yeah. It, to me, it makes no sense at all. It has never, ever, ever, ever made any sense at all to me that you'd have Batman not kill people. That never made any sense to me. I don't understand the purpose behind that. He shouldn't murder, but like killing in his own self-defense because he's badass. Like, or else killing someone yeah. who's trying to kill other people. Yeah. Like that should once again be okay. But like they always make this big deal about like well, no matter how many people the Joker kills, you have to be human and you can't kill the Joker. There's got to be somewhere at Warner. But yet Brothers. Americans love the whole fucking eye for an eye, like the the uh, you know killing someone. Uh, what's it called? Uh, it's the Bible shit. Yeah. No, the where you where if you th- you your punishment can be death. Oh, the death penalty. The death penalty. The Americans love it, so I don't understand why like everyone's like so jazzed that Batman won't kill anybody. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> who's, I'm just who's guessing. Ja- who's jazzed about that? I'm guessing there's someone at Warner Brothers has a contract or something that says if you play Batman, if we give you the rights, he must be these things, and I think one of them's probably that like he doesn't wantonly kill. It's a huge cuck. Yeah, he's a, he's just he never comes. He's always just on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> That's what keeps him so fucking lively. Edging for Gotham. Um, no, this movie doesn't hold up, Brent. You got any love for this? <laughs> Does not hold up. Yeah. All right. Fuck. Well, we didn't think Don't it would. Don't ever watch this movie it's, again. It's Don't this movie needs an enema. It. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Oh, nice. Like worth yeah, watching. Tied it in. Worth watching Jack do this. Um, some of the fights are not bad. You know what? Some of the fights like look like okay, 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 yeah. There was some cool shit with some the of the suits. Fighting. Cool. I like the suit. The suit's not bad. Yeah, okay, but why the fuck does Batman good. have that gun with the fucking cable that he can shoot at Side, the end? And yeah, he doesn't use it in the staircase. Yeah, and the fucking he could have prevented right. Joker from going to the roof in the first place. Yeah, his tech was broken. Pretty inconsistent. Movie. His tech was very Broken. inconsistent. Yeah, he could have used any of that shit at any time, and he saved it till the last minute. His car is lame. I mean, even his car is not good. No, I don't know. I like I, the car, I, like it's badass, I guess. Like at the time, but like I look at that car and I'm like, it would handle like garbage. Like that's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. long in the in the wheelbase. It's like crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have no traction, and it looks like a big corner. John said thing? it. Yeah, it, it looks w- like a cock and balls. Yeah, like it, it, it really does. Like a look like a cock. cock and balls. There you go. That might be why yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's fair. It could, yeah, could be, <laughs> could be. Um. All right. Well. Uh. How does he have so many wonderful toys? You know what? Oh. No dice. No freaking dice. But um, we're on to bigger and better things, aren't we, fellas? Because it's July, and in the month of July, we have five episodes coming from P.T. Anderson. You ready? What's the first? What's the first one? You ready for this lineup? Okay, Sunday the third is Boogie Nights. Oh, fucking Dirk Diggler, baby. July the 10th is the uh, fucking uh, longest movie I remember of these pack Magnolia. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's we great. See some frogs. And that guy just died, that old uh, the game show host guy. He did, yeah. That's right, yeah. And Tom Cruise in a really interesting role. Uh next we're going to follow that up. Um we did Happy Gilmore recently. Now we're going to do Punch Drunk Love. See what Adam Sandler yeah. can do in the serious realm. I want to watch him throw his fits. 
Then there will be this movie. <laughs> there will be blood. I, See what I did there? I, I'm very excited to watch that one again. I'm too. actually so stoked. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Me and, too. And I, I have it on Blu-ray. We should watch it here on Blu-ray. Daniel Day. Yes. Um, and then we will end off at the end of July with The Master. Mm, which love that movie. did not like the first and only time I've seen it. So oh, I can't wait for you to watch it again, actually. Yeah. Oh, my God. Under this lens, too, is going to be it's great. It's going to be crazy. Oh, my God. That's so exciting you didn't like it the first time because I, I sat in the theater for a very long time. Uh, the credits rolled. Um, the person I was with also sat there staring at the screen and we never got up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was Brent. And... Uh, we were just like, what the fuck did we just see? So I can't wait to watch it again with you. Good. Good. And that is what will happen. The master. It is. Yes. Yeah. So join us for those. Be coming out. Um, thanks for coming out for Batman. Sorry about that. Um, maybe we'll get into something better <laughs> as we come around. But you know how that's how it goes in the movie world. They can't all be gems forever. And this certainly is one just to be forgotten as all the ones that followed it as well and I'm really mad how that went but I guess eventually we ended up to some cooler superhero movies and now we got way too fucking many of them so there it is take that in your pipe and smoke it so uh, we'll see you in the next episode coming up in a week have a good one as always folks enjoy your shit thanks for listening everyone make sure you follow us on Instagram our handle is holdup underscore podcast you can fire us a comment or two add a movie to our wish list and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music Spotify and Player FM